Shalom, shalom, everybody. God bless you. It's Apostle Margaret here. I'm just on to bring you a word of encouragement for this day. Amen. Um, before I do that, let us go into a bit of praise and worship just for a few moments. We're going to be listening to my girl, Cece Winus. And the song that Cece is singing here is Believe for It. Are you going to believe God for it? The thing that you've been praying for, the thing that you've been hoping for, the thing that you have faith that he will do for you, are you going to believe him for it? Amen. So let us just listen to a bit of C.C. Wyans, and then I'll go into pray and bring you a word for today. Amen. To believe God for it we cannot quit in the middle of it we've got to believe God for it we've got to believe that he who has begun a good work in you and in me he's able to complete it he will complete it oh glory to God
glory to God. Oh, glory to God. God, we believe for it. We believe for it. Let us pray. Most righteous and eternal Heavenly Father, we come to you today, Lord God. Father, you are never tired to hear from us. We don't need to pull a number to come to you, Lord God. We don't need to take a cab to get to you, to take a plane to get to you, to take a train to get to you. Oh, Father, we can just boldly come before the throne room of heaven and pray and come to you and communicate with you, Father. And we do not take this for granted, Lord God. Father, as you taught us to pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. And we all say, Amen. Saints of God, I'm going to bring you a message this morning. And as usual, I'll try to wrap it up as quickly as I can. And if I could give this message a topic, it would be, God will complete that which he had started in you if you stick with him and allow him to. I'm going to say the topic again. God will complete that which he has started in you if you stick with him and allow him to. Father, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, and we all say amen. I want to take this time to greet my listeners all over the world. I say God bless you. For those of you that get my messages and you share them, I say God bless you. I say God bless you, Bahamas. God bless you, Trinidad and Tobago. God bless you, Guyana. Those of you in the Cayman Islands, those of you in Barbados, those of you in Jamaica, I say God bless you, listeners in Canada, in Australia. Oh my God, listeners down in Africa, in Liberia, in Kenya. Oh God, I say God bless you. And of course, my listeners right here in the United Kingdom, I say God bless you. So the topic I said of this message is God will complete that which he had started in you if you stick with him and allow him to. You see, as I wrote this message, I was reflecting on David. David was a little shepherd boy. Yeah, just a little shepherd boy who tended to sheep, yet he went on to become king. So we got to be careful how we look on people. We got to be careful how we see, how small we see someone. Sometimes you can look on someone and they look small and they look irrelevant. And to be honest with you, I like when I look small. I like when I look irrelevant because I know that I serve a great God. You see, I don't like when people look at me and see this strong, great woman because sometimes they may put their expectations too high but when 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 you look at David David was just a little shepherd boy you know just someone that was tending to sheep amen can you imagine what he looked like and can you imagine what he smelled like but the bible tells us that he went on to become king my god my god the bible says that those that were last shall be first and I believe that what happened is many times on this journey, when God is, has us on a journey where we're going from being last to being first, that somewhere along that journey that folks quit. And I came on this morning just to say to someone, don't quit. 
Don't quit. No matter how challenging the situations may get, don't quit on God. Don't quit on God. You may quit on your job. You may quit on a relationship. You may quit on certain things, but never quit on God. Amen. You see, David knew that even though he had made many mistakes along the way, he knew that there was one that he could not quit on. He knew there was one who makes no mistakes, one that made no mistakes. And hallelujah. And David knew how important it was for him to be guided by this one, by this, this perfect, this perfect example. Amen. In Psalms 23, David wrote, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever I stop by today just to remind someone that almighty God Yahweh is the good shepherd and as long as we stick with him as long as we trust him hallelujah we shall not experience lack even if or when our store basket gets empty even when it gets low he will not allow us to suffer lack he will make us to lie down in green pastures he will lead us beside the still waters he will restore our soul hallelujah he will lead us in the paths Glory to God of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes. And even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil because we know that we know that we know that he is with us. You see, you got to know that you know that you know that he is with us and that his rod and his staff will comfort us. Oh, glory to God. He will prepare a table before us right in the presence of some Sambalats, some Tobias, some gossipers, some news carriers, some liars, some, oh, glory to God, some Delilahs. Oh, glory to God. He will prepare a table for us right in the presence of our enemies in the presence of those who wait to see you fall in the presence of those that wait to know when something has gone wrong that they can begin to celebrate but the celebration what they don't understand is that the real celebration has not yet begun hallelujah he will prepare a table for you in the presence of those who smile with you but they seek secretly hate you. You see, you got to understand that when you serve God, when you have a connection with God, God will show you who people really are. He will show you their identity, but it doesn't mean that you have to be like them. It doesn't mean that you have to reward them evil for evil. Oh, glory to God. He said, vengeance is mine and I will repay. Oh, glory to God. God wants us to bless our enemies. He wants us to, to greet them. He wants us to say, God bless you. 
Oh, glory to God. We got to understand that who God has blessed, that no man can curse. And if we begin to believe the report of the enemy, we will believe a curse that God has not pronounced over our life. Oh, glory to God. He will prepare a table for us in front of those who don't want to see anything good happen for us. Can you believe there's some folks that they don't want to see good things happen for you? They don't want to see you in a good marriage. They don't want to see you in a good job. They don't want to see your kids prosper. They don't want to see you in a new house. They don't want to see you in a nice car. There's some people they don't want to hear the good report concerning your life. But I've got news for someone today. I came to sound the alarm and to tell someone today that who God has blessed no man can curse. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. I came to say to you that God is preparing a table for you right now in the presence of those who have yet not received and experienced the true love of God. You see, some people are going to come to know this God, to serve this God, and to love this God because of you. Because there are some folks when they begin to reflect on what they did to you, what they have done to you, what they attempted to do to you that did not work. They will come and serve this God. I'm speaking to someone today. Oh, glory to God. The Lord will anoint your head with oil and make your cup to run over. Oh, glory to God. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. And we will dwell. Someone say dwell. We will dwell. Someone say dwell. I say we will dwell. Hallelujah. We will dwell, dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Oh, glory to God. So we see that what David wrote here, it demonstrated his confidence. Someone say confidence. It demonstrated his confidence in the promises of the Lord. Someone say promises. Someone say promises. You see, the thing about God promises, he will not go back on his promises. He will not promise you something and give you something else. Many times we're not patient enough to wait on the promises of God. So we end up with something that was not promised to us. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I said, when we do not wait on the promises of God, we will end up with something that was not promised to us. But I want to say to you that God will keep his promises. Oh, glory to God. In Joshua 21, 45, it firmly established this truth. It says, God keeps his word. No one of God's good promises has ever failed. Not before the time of Joshua, not after, and not now. Oh, glory to God. Father, we just give you thanks. Glory to God. If we look in the book of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 to 11, and I ask you to just bear with me, there was a call that kind of interrupted the recording but if you have Isaiah 55 verse 10 to 11 it says the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth they cause the green to grow producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry my God so we see that everything that God created he created for purpose and on purpose. It is the same way with my word. I sent it out 
and it always produces fruit. So this is what the scripture is saying here, that he sends out his word, my God, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it, my God. My God, and if we are carriers of his word, it simply means that when we go where he sends us, we will produce fruit and we will accomplish all that he has sent us to accomplish and we will prosper everywhere that he sends us. Oh, glory to God. Joshua 21, 45 says, not one word of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. God's word is a seed. Once it is planted, it will grow and develop into the fruit the Lord intends it to become. My God, what a revelation. So if we are carrying his fruit, his, his, if we're carrying his word, and we go where he sends us, we will produce fruit. My God. God's word is trustworthy. His promises are true. What God says he will do, he will do. Oh, glory to God. In the English Standard Version expresses this idea in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20. For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. There are times, however, when it feels as though God has failed us. Consider the story of Naomi, for example. While Naomi was living in Moab, a land far from her hometown, Naomi lost her husband and two sons. There was a famine raging the land, grief-stricken, destitute, and alone. Yet Naomi had to find her way. Hallelujah. She must have felt like God had forsaken her, like he had forgotten about her. Yes, so from her point of view, God was dealing bitterly with Naomi. But the famine, the move to Moab, the death of her husband and sons were all leading to something glorious and gracious in God's plan of salvation. You see, God has a plan for salvation. Amen. And God's plan is not our plan so that's why oftentimes we will not understand the word of god says that his ways are not our ways neither is his thought our thoughts so naomi would return to her homeland with one faithful daughter-in-law ruth and the king's man redeemer boaz would save naomi and marry ruth boaz and ruth would become great grandparents of king david who would carry the bloodline. Someone say bloodline. He would carry the bloodline of the Messiah. My God, Jesus Christ. So amid her grief and brokenness, Naomi could not see the big picture. Do you see the big picture? With what you are going through right now, do you see the big picture? Can you see the big picture? Oh, glory to God. You see, Naomi, she did not see the big picture. She could not know what God was doing. There will be times when you will not know or even understand what God is doing. There are times when I release a prophecy 
And when I release it, weeks later, it comes to pass. And I did not know it was going to come to pass. All I know is that I made myself available. I used my mouth to speak what the Lord gave me to speak. And it came to pass. Oh, glory to God. Maybe you feel like Naomi. And you are losing faith in God and his word. You feel as though he's done you wrong. Maybe you feel like he's abandoned you. Like he's forgotten you. Oh, glory to God. You may find yourself asking, why hasn't he answered my prayer? Many of you are praying for things. Maybe sometimes the things that you are praying for, it has not yet been answered because the answer may be, wait. The answer may be, no. Hallelujah. The answer may be yes. And this is why you cannot look on what's happening into someone else's life and become jealous and become envious because you do not know the perfect plan that God has for each and every one of our lives. But can I remind you today that God's plan for your life is bigger than the plan of man. And God's plans must come to pass. Proverbs 30 verse 5 says, Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. Matthew 24 verse 35 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Luke 1 verse 37 says, For no word from God will ever fail. 2 Timothy 2 verse 13 says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot, he cannot, he cannot deny himself. You see, as God's children, we can stand firm in our faith. God's covenant with us is not going to fail. It will not fail. The covenant that God has for us, it will not fail. His word is flawless. His word is right. His word is true. His promises can be fully trusted. No matter what our circumstances may be, God will keep his promises concerning us. Oh, glory to God. Someone begin to prophesy over your life. Begin to say, God will keep his promises concerning my life. He will keep his promises concerning my children's life. Oh, glory to God. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk upright. Oh, glory to God. He remains committed. Oh, glory to God. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, glory to God. Let us never give up hope. Let us face each day confidently with an awareness that the victorious Lord is on our side, knowing with all assurance that God never fails. He never fails. One songwriter wrote, He never failed me yet. He never failed me yet. Everywhere I go, I want the world to know that Jesus Christ, He never failed me yet. His good promises to us will come to pass and as I close I just want to say to not just myself but to someone who's listening today to allow God to finish his work in you no matter how long or painful it may seem know that weeping may endure for the night 
but joy comes in the morning. And for someone who's been weeping through the night, oh, glory to God, the night seemed very long. When everyone else may have been sleeping, you were up and you were weeping. I came to say to you today, good morning. I came to say to you today, good morning, because your morning is coming. Your morning is about to break free. Oh, glory to God. You're about to see the joy of the Lord upon your life. Oh, glory to God. God is about to restore joy in your life. I prophesy to you, you know who you are. Your morning is coming sooner than you expected. And to those of you all over the world, God bless you. God bless and keep you safe. It's Apostle Margaret. Go ahead, share this message today and brighten someone else's day. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Until next time, shalom, shalom. God bless you. Taking us out is Reverend Dinah. And she's going to be taking us out with a powerful message that I just feel that I should leave you all with this. So taking you out is Reverend Dinah Adu, and I pray that this will bless you. Oh, I am glad that Jesus loved me. I am glad that he called me to dine at his table. You see, David says in Psalm 23, let me find it. Psalm 23, David says, I love it, I love it, I love it. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. It is my prayer that as we worship together with me, God will restore your soul. Hallelujah. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Watch this. Thou prepares the table before me. See, we read so many times this scripture without even understanding that the table of the Lord that David was talking about was praise, worship, adoration. I have a God who never fails. Jesus is my God. He never fails. I